For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Michigan at the 41. What a hit! Ball's free! On the ground! South Carolina deserves to have it, and they do! Hello and welcome back to another episode of Believe in South Carolina on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Nick Kloss. Alongside me, as always, is Brayden Malloy. And I am back again after uh, missing last episode, feeling a little bit better, feeling up to producing this podcast with Braden. Braden was able to take over the show for that Missouri uh, um, recap. Uh, sure, everyone loved just hearing 30 minutes of just nothing else but Braden Malloy. I know he oh. loved it. Yeah, buddy. I know he loved it. So, um, but glad to be back and glad to be talking some South Carolina football again as we move past that Missouri loss and look forward uh, to the future. Now looking at this game against Auburn, South Carolina, now five and five haven't secured that bowl game yet. And let's be honest. It's looking, it's looking bleak. We got Auburn this week and then Clemson. And uh, I mean, as every South Carolina fan knows they, we want to beat Clemson. We want to take them down and honestly getting a bowl game out of that would be pretty sweet. But I mean, I think I speak for everyone where I would love to get a bowl game right here against Auburn, um, but definitely a tougher opponent. They're six and four. Um, I believe they dropped out of the top 25. Um, so no longer a ranked team, um, which uh, creates a little less of a uh, intimidation factor, but still a very good team. And uh, Braden still, it's still going to be an uphill battle for South Carolina this weekend. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Um, and even though, like I mentioned this on Tuesday, I think it was, they are going to be without both Knicks, who broke and fractured his ankle. Um, so their backup is a guy named TJ Finley. And I, South Carolina's a little familiar with TJ. Yeah, I said, yeah, I said Gamecock fans were a little familiar with him, but he might have been wearing a different color. But last year is down in the same division. It was just one of kind of torched us in uh, Baton Rouge. So it's not going to be a walk in the park, oh, they got a backup quarterback. We got this kind of day. Um, and all for, Auburn, they, they for the past couple of years now, they've been known for their strong defense. Uh, and Bo Nick can have Bo Nick's games, but they, they've really been known for their strong defense. Um, and they're still, they're still very, a very quality team on defense. So, it's gonna make it's gonna make a, a day for us on the offensive side of the ball. It's gonna make it a hard day, um, especially if we struggled that much with Missouri's offense, which was ranked last in pretty much every category in uh, the country or in Power Five, not just the SEC. Um, so unless unless they get back to I don't know what they did before the Florida game or just have a different type of practice this week. The offense is going to have a long day 
Um, I think our defense is, once again, going to have opportunities for turnovers like they normally do, interceptions, fumbles, sacks. Um, and though Finley did towards his last year, he had been the starter for a couple games then. He hasn't really played a lot this year, so he's a little more uh, tight. I don't want to say rusty because he goes to practice every every day. Yeah. Um, but but he's just not he's not been game ready. So I think our our defense will definitely have to be the ones that win the game for us. I mean, just to give South Carolina fans a little reminder, last year uh, Finley threw seventeen for twenty one for two hundred sixty five yards and two touchdowns and a pick when he played for LSU. The thing is, you were right. He started a couple games, and in my opinion. We're going to have, I mean, we, South Carolina has a good chance as a defense to make him make some mistakes. I mean, South Carolina's defense known for coming up with a lot of picks and Finley threw one last year against us, but you were right. He started a few games. He was in the motion getting thrown in as a starter, being a backup is a much different feeling. So I think we accept, expect like two picks from Finley at least And South Carolina is going to need to force him to make some mistakes so we can get the ball back and hopefully capitalize on offense. Cause I mean, we saw that great offensive game against Florida, but Missouri, we didn't. So what, what do you think we're going to see from South Carolina as an offense? Yeah. And even if it's not like two picks, I, I, I can see a lot of pass breakups or um, just forcing him to force throws into tight windows that maybe he overthrows or underthrows or a little bit. Um, so I definitely see there, there could be a struggle in the passing game as a whole, uh, whether it's turnovers or just not being efficient. Um, I, I mentioned this Tuesday. I we have the the games we have won is be, been because of our run game, and we talk about this every week. The run game has been non-existent. Um, it was present in with like ECU and EIU and Florida. Um, and I mean, kind of in Vanderbilt a little bit, but like, other than that, right, right. Yeah. It should have been more, um, other than that, it, it hasn't been there. Um, and we've seen our best offensive performances when we're able to balance between the run and the pass as, I mean, I say that like, as most teams do, when they can find a balance, that's where their offense thrives excluding like teams like Mississippi state that only throw or Georgia who favors the run, like outside of those, most teams want to find the balance and we just haven't been able to find that. I thought we were going to get some of it last week after kind of working it in with Florida. I thought with Missouri and their defense, we were going to be able to keep that balance and that would help us roll into Auburn. Um, but I, that, that, that uh, Missouri game kind of being a speed bump. I don't know. I don't know what kind of confidence um, the players are coming in with. Uh, I know the fans aren't really going in with any confidence. I don't know how much confidence the players are having saying, hey, we can still do this. Um, because that Florida win, that the confidence from that's gone. It's yeah. it's completely gone, wiped off, um, almost like you didn't even win that game. It's kind of starting fresh, starting new. Um, so we'll see. Um, we talked about last year, TJ Finley burning us, but also last year we beat Auburn here in Columbia which was an upset. Many people didn't think that was going to happen. Um, now, we kind of had a more complete team last year. Like, it felt, even though we did, we only won two games, it still felt like a more solid team. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
So I don't, so I don't, I don't know about that one. And we, we talked, I talked about it earlier when we talked about the Ole Miss Auburn game a couple of weeks ago, night games and Jordan hair late in the season, uh, scare the living I mean, crap. Right. And we're home. Oh, it's here. Yeah. We're home. It's all oh, I didn't. Oh, I wasn't, I thought last year was a home game. I'm pretty sure it was. I don't think you're tripping on that. You're right. We had it at home last year too, but maybe yeah, home COVID, back- maybe the COVID schedule missed, messed it up. So it, we're not, we didn't go back and forth, but we were home. We beat them at home last year and um, we're playing them at home because right. I mean, there's a, ta- there's a tailgate this weekend. I- yeah. I, no, I, I knew that. I knew people were requesting tickets and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. well, Okay, well, that, I mean, I, I has a little more comfort. Uh, I still think we're going to have to find a balance on offense if you want to do anything. So. Oh, if this if this was in at Auburn, I'd be even more concerned. I don't have a lot of confidence, like you said. Like, fans don't have a lot of confidence. The players may not have a lot of confidence. But I don't, I mean, if this was in Auburn, I'd have none. But I agree with your statement about, remember how we talked about uh, after Florida, can this team use that momentum and keep going? Well, they didn't. They lost to Missouri, a team I think we were better than, and we dropped that game to become could have become bowl eligible. Now we're sitting at five and five, looking at an Auburn team that's a little scary, and then a Clemson team that, you know, we haven't beaten in years, and that's not a lot of confidence either. So um, that was that was disappointing to see a team to see South Carolina go from a great team win all around the ball to dropping one to Missouri. And now you're taking on an even harder opponent in Auburn. And that Florida, that Florida win, in my opinion, looks a little worse. Like, I mean, it's still a Florida win. I I will take that all day, but like the way Florida has been playing, the way they're ranked in the power rankings, I mean, they have all types of problems that we were able to capitalize on. And now after the loss to Missouri, I mean, that's disappointing, but I mean, yes, we are home. So that is a benefit. And that's something we're going to have the home crown home crowd. It will be buzzing because I mean, it's Willie B on a Saturday night and it's against Auburn. Who's a big sec opponent. And if there's one thing South Carolina does well is they know how to support their team against a big sec opponent. So being at home is definitely a benefit. I have not, seen anything I, I like i said i've been sick so i've been kind of out of it but have you have you seen anything confirming that jb will be our starting quarterback i assume he would be no i mean beamer hasn't hasn't really talked about it yet um and that's kind of on par for beamer he's become he's kind of he's very quickly becoming a saban kirby smart type thing where he's not given a lot of information out until the last minute right hours before game time or maybe the Friday night before, if it's not a big decision. Um, so, I mean, he hasn't – it has not been confirmed that Brown will be the starter. In all likelihood, he will be. Um, I think we've seen the last of Zeb, last injuries take over. I think he's now third after Brown and Doty. Um to be honest, Doty's kind of become an afterthought in these past like three weeks or so. Oh yeah, I agree. Like he hasn't even nobody's really even talking about him, whether like injury health wise well, or not. Well, he's yeah. out for the season. They announced him out for the season. Yeah, so, I mean he's not going to be a thought because he's just kind of off the option. He's not even an option. You look at the depth chart; it says it says Brown, Noland, and then 
uh, Gauthier. Yeah. Like he, he's not even in. Like, he's holding till next year. But as far as being an afterthought, I think he's an afterthought even a little bit for the future next year. Like, I think he's like, I, it's going to be an interesting summer, like prepping. Yeah, he's, it's kind of taken the route of, yes, I'm going to compare this to Georgia, JT Daniels at Georgia. Coming in the year, everybody thought, oh, JT is the guy, right? Coming into our year, everybody thought, okay, Luke Doty's the guy. Um, they get, they both get hurt. Different injuries, Luke the foot, uh, JT the lat. Backup step in. Now, for Georgia, Stetson stepped in, and he's been able to carry the team. Um, for Carolina, it's been a little different. We've had to pull on Nolan and Brown, and they haven't quite been able to do the job consistently but here and there. But then, I mean, JT's not an afterthought in Athens, but it's looking more and more like Stetson's going to be the one to carry them throughout the rest of the year. Here, it's looking like Brown, barring an injury, is going to be the one that carries us through these next two games. And if we get a bowl game, he'll be in there. I don't see Nolan starting again. I don't see Gothier just getting thrown in against Auburn or Clemson. No. Definitely. Or if we get a bowl game, I don't what, think he – From what we've heard is Gothier's not really impressing too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've talked to a couple of players I know, and at practice he's, he's not wowing people with arm talent or comprehension or all that kind of stuff. He's just kind of – yeah, he's playing the position, um, but it's not like, oh, wow, that guy needs to play. So I don't see him being thrown in these next two games or if we get a bowl game. I think it's Brown's Brown's team the rest of the year, uh, barring, barring any, any injury. Supposedly, that's supposed to help your offense because they got a set man back there. They, they can learn his tendencies. They know what he's looking for. He's got yeah. relationships with the receivers and rotating, all. Rotating that QB position all year is not good for anyone. I mean, oh, no, yeah, and you, I mean, you'll see it every year. People try to do a two-quarterback system, but by at least halfway throughout the year, they always settle on one, either that or they just kind of continue to lose games. Well, you, um, eventually, you eventually trust one more than the other. Like, there's right. one that steps out and steps up and is like, all right, in crunch time, who's going to get things done? Yeah. and that, and, Or consistently, who has done better? And for us, that's Brown. Like right. Brown has consistently shown he can be our guy. He can win us a game. He can keep us in a game when we need to be. And um, that's what he's shown. Whereas with Zeb, like we didn't see that. We saw one miraculous drive, put him in, and then nothing. Yeah. Like so. So we're finally seeing something where we can actually get behind South Carolina fans can get behind him, and then also. I could only imagine the offensive line, the running backs, the wide receivers, the whole team can get behind him as a leader and be the guy. Yeah. Like I said, that's, that's how it's supposed to work, right? That's how it's, you get your quarterback for two, three weeks, and your offense starts to gel more. We have not seen that. Now, Brown has only started twice, but he did come in to finish the A&M game, and he led two scoring drives. So he kind of got a little bit there. He's played the whole Florida game, so he got that whole game, and he played the whole Missouri game. And I, you just – I mean, the offense didn't look good at all last week. So I don't – I, it's like I said, it's not quite following the trend of, yeah, here's our starter, offense start gelling. I don't know if, that's, if that comes this week. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and here's another theme – 
of this game that I wanted to talk about that I think South Carolina players, if it's not riling them up, I don't know what, is the fact that Auburn did steal many coaches from us very recently. And a lot of those coaches dipped on players they recruited, dipped on players that went there, went to South Carolina because of them. And now they're coaching at Auburn. So if I'm a South Carolina player, I'm, I want to show Auburn like you left us and we're better off. So I think that that's a, that's going to be a big factor is that, I mean, South Carolina has a little fire under them when they look at Auburn now. Yeah. I don't know how many players are really going to be upset. I don't know. Uh, I hate Auburn for it. Well, Oh, I hate Auburn just in general. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, I get that players, we have ties to coaches um, and we have, we favor some coaches more than others and we love coaches and all. But then again, growing up, so you start playing sports age two or three, you rotate through so many coaches um, that them leaving, I don't know how much fire or energy or well, like, it's not it's not that they just left. They left after being kept on. And then got offered the Auburn job, and we're like, "All right, bye." Yeah, I, I get like, back on to their staff and said, "Like, no, you can coach here with me." And then they just left. No, I I know that. What I'm saying that's is, betray- I don't know. That's like a betrayal, in my opinion. Yeah, but I don't know how much. At least in my case, the coach betrayal anger would not really like last or really give me anything in the game. Um, Maybe I'm just petty. Because like, what's 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 it what's it gonna do? Oh, yeah, you went to that other team. Now watch me catch a hundred yards and score yeah. a touchdown. Okay, yeah. what's that gonna do, to the coach? Nothing. I don't know. I'd want to make that coach lose. Yeah, but I mean, if I'd want to show be more successful as a team, as a player at South Carolina, in front of that coach that left South Carolina. Why can't you – I want you to have that mentality every day. Yeah, just, no, I agree. I agree. I don't know. I just thought it would be a little – Because Auburn is bowl eligible. So, if they lose to Carolina, whoop-de-doo, they still have a bowl. True. Very true. So, well, it's not like the coach is going to be sitting there, okay, cool, we got the same record. Good yeah. job. Like, I, I just don't – like, for me as a player, it would not do anything to me personally. Yeah. If the coach is on the other sideline, that might be completely different for the Carolina players. I don't know. I would like for them to find a deeper sense of excitement or energy or passion or drive for the game. than Oh, that coach left. Let me spite him. I just think, I just think a lot of great athletes come from chips on their shoulder. And if you can find a chip like MJ, Michael Jordan used to make up chips. Fair. Yes. No, you're very true. Make up things to get him going. You, to play yeah. Him. Okay. You point to the player on Carolina's roster that resembles MJ. Okay. Well, that's just rude. All right, then. So MJ could create chip, chips because then he went and won chips. Yeah. Well, that's why we have a podcast. We can talk about this. Um, <laughs> we can see what we think, but I, I thought that might be a factor. Maybe it's not, but. You know, we'll see. We'll see on Saturday. Um, but uh, 
one last thing before we get into our picks and stuff because we're coming up on 20 minutes. Um, I think a big question here is kind of which Auburn – you said Auburn is kind of – they're built around their defense. Um, The question is which Auburn defense do we see? Because against Mississippi State, they kind of dipped out of the game early, um, couldn't get much right. Uh, They also couldn't do much right against Arkansas and Georgia. So – if that's the one that shows up, I mean, South Carolina, hopefully if their offense can do anything, is going to look pretty good. But that's just the thing is we need to see which Auburn team is going to come out. You're also right. They are bowl eligible. Could they overlook South Carolina? Do they play They play Bama next week. They, Bama, could, over, they could completely overlook South Carolina looking for, looking for the rivalry game. Because here's the thing. The game. They have lost out on winning the West. A couple weeks ago they had opportunity to – they lost to AM, then they lost to Mississippi State. They have lost that on the West. So they're only the only thing they have left this year besides a bowl game is to derail Alabama's season. Right? So in the mind, in the overall scheme of things, this game means nothing to Auburn and everything to Carolina. Right? Yeah. If Auburn wins, great. Whoop to do. Seven wins, they still have four losses. Auburn lose. Great. whoop do you do Six wins, five losses. They can still derail Bama season next, next week. So this game in the scheme of things means nothing to Auburn. Everything to Carolina, because you're trying to bounce back again off of a poor showing, you're still trying to get bowl eligible. It's a home game for you. Beamer's need. I mean, he's still looking for some big SEC wins. He has the one against Florida. That's about it. And you need to have a good confidence showing going into Clemson next week. Mm-hmm. So that's it's 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 a tale of two two completely different ends for each team. I don't know if that will lead Auburn to lay a dud because they know whatever this is just kind of a Saturday. Our game is next week. There's a possibility. You would think not because they're D1 athletes who like, okay, let me win. Like they want they to also, win. They also probably don't want to get beat and really be again. Right. They also probably don't want to lose to a Carolina team that doesn't look good. Yeah. So, I mean, there is some factors there. So there's a chance that they overlook it. I don't really think they will. Every time I, we predicted they might overlook it. They don't. We have, we yes. have been dead wrong. So Correct. Correct. And – um. I mean, there's also a chance that come of our players overlook it because they know how big the Clemson game is next week. Yeah. So we on, on our on our side, they could be like, "Yeah, let's get through Auburn, then it's Clemson week. Let's get through Auburn, then it's Clemson week." That could cause us to lose the game. So yeah. that on both sides, they could be overlooking because of the magnitude of the game of rivalry week and the games next week. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it should be a. I mean, I don't – it will be an interesting game. I mean, I really don't see – I don't know what's going to come of it. But, um, I mean, now we'll get into our picks, so we'll get into our predictions. What's up? Brent? I will Got say I, there was one thing I forgot to go over our picks on Wednesday okay. from last Go week. ahead. Go ahead and go over. I don't have them written down. You do. I erased them. Okay. Well, well – That was – we'll call that the lost week. So, uh, that will – um, did you take we a had Georgia winning? We did. 
They won and covered, so I think we got that one. We had Carolina winning. They did not win. Nope. Uh, we had Bama winning. They they mollywopped New Mexico State. Yeah, we predicted that one. Yeah. What was um, your, your big one was the Vandy win. Yeah, yeah, they did not beat Kentucky. No, um, they, they lost 34-17. They did not. That's um, honestly not that bad for, for Vandy. Uh. I think we split the Auburn Mississippi State game. Did you have did you have MC? I had Auburn. I had Mississippi State. Okay, well you got that one. Someone could easily just go back and fact check us and we could be so wrong. Oh yeah, but that that's not makes makes it fun. This is a science exactly. podcast. It's a science podcast. Uh Ole Miss AM. I had Ole Miss. Did I think you have that- AM? I think I had AM, maybe. I don't know. I went I, against you a few times. So I had I won that one because Ole Miss pulled it out by 10. Uh you got the Kentucky Vanderbilt one. Yeah. And then Arkansas LSU. I had Arkansas. I believe I had LSU. Okay. So we kind of split. Do you have something to write these ones down? The new ones? Yeah, I will. And you intro, you talk about the Carolina game. I'll figure out our new record. And then we'll okay. go into six. All right. So, um, as I said, Auburn six and four, South Carolina five and five. That game on ESPN at 7 p.m. this Saturday. It'll be in Williams Bryce, home game for South Carolina. Spread is at seven and a half, Auburn's favored. Honestly, kind of surprised how close that is. I did not expect us to be that close. Our money line's only plus 240. Um, the over-under is 44 and a half. Um, so while Braden's getting that together, I'll kind of just go over my thought process on this. I'm going to be honest. I don't think South Carolina covers. Make it 14 and a half, maybe. Um, but I don't think South Carolina covers. I think Auburn wins this one by more than seven and a half. Um, and I do think 44 and a half is a little low. I think, uh, I think the over hits. Um, I think like, I think South Carolina can get 2021 20, Auburn will get like 30 plus. Um, so I definitely think Auburn's gonna, Auburn's the better team in my opinion. And, uh, as badly as I hope South Carolina can win it and get bull eligibility, that's just, uh, thinking rationally. I think South Carolina, uh, takes the L going into Clemson, goes into Clemson five and six. Yeah, okay. So if we uh, if we remember right, which I'll go back and check and then we'll we'll correct it if we need to next week. Um, we both went five and three on the week. Okay. So overall records are 20 and 11 me and 19 and 11 you. Okay. Still staying so, right around the same. Basically, we've been even so far. All right. All right. Um, yeah, so USC Auburn. I do think Auburn pulls out the win. Actually, no. I think Carolina wins. I pick. I got a Carolina win. All right, that's the I first think, time we've ever disagreed on a South Carolina game. I I think I think they get the win. Um, I think Beamer can get them up enough where they're not hinging ball eligibility on Clemson next week. Because I, I think so. that, I think that game is already so much pressurized, and I think if they get to it where it's also determining if they go to the bowl, I think that would be too much I, just for this young team and young country staff. Yeah. So I think Beamer is able to get them up. 
I think he's able to a home crowd night game. Auburn starting backup quarterback. We got Brown, who's now been in two and a half games. I, I think I think we we can pull the upset. Um, what did you say the over was? Forty four and a half. Um, I could see I could see it hit the over. Um, I, I agree. I could see, I can see like a uh, 28, 20, 21 game, 28, 22. Okay. All right. And then you, you heard mine. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have Auburn winning covering the spread and over 44 and a half. And I said like 37, 20. So that's our picks for South Carolina against. Auburn, we do have a lot of SEC games, um, but a lot of these are just cupcake games for some of these teams. So, I mean, we'll run through those pretty quickly. I don't even think some of these even have, like, spreads or anything. So, like, Georgia against Charleston Southern, I'm going to just go ahead and take Georgia. You know, my one of my high school best friends is the starting middle linebacker for Charleston Southern, Garrett Sage. Well, good so, luck, Garrett. Good. Yeah, luck. he was. Uh, I talked to him a couple weeks ago, and he said he was all he was approaching the hundred tackle mark on the year, and he said, "I really hope I get it this Saturday because next Saturday we go to Athens, and I don't know how many tackles I'm really going to be able to get in Athens." I said, Garrett, that is fair. Yeah, that's a fair Garrett, assessment. Mind you, Garrett is my size. He is 5'8". He's probably 20 pounds heavy. So he's about 5'8", 200. Going against uh, boys in Athens that are 6'4", 225. Wow. So, yes, prayers up to Garrett, please. Please luck, be praying Garrett. for his safety. Good luck, Garrett. Believe in South Carolina is rooting for you because that's an uphill <laughs> battle. Um, but, yeah, just put down, I got Georgia. Couldn't imagine you didn't have Georgia. Yeah, I got Georgia. And then Texas A&M, number 16th rank, takes on Prairie View A&M. Oh, yeah. And once again, that one doesn't really have anything on it. So uh, I got Texas A&M taking that one. Oh, yeah. Let me get my score quick. I think Georgia beats uh, uh, Charleston Southern. I'm going to give it – I'm going to say Georgia's been hitting really in the 40 range. I'd say about – I'd say 40, 45, 45 nothing. All right. All right. Then – A&M, Texas, Prairie View. Um, I go A&M. Uh, I say A&M 52 to 10. All right. And then two more uh, quick uh, no-name games. I think we have one more later, but these two are the next up on the noon game roster. Uh, we got Mississippi State and Tennessee State, and then Kentucky against New Mexico State. And uh, like I said, I'm going to take Mississippi State and Kentucky. And yeah, then, I think that's a safe. I think that's a safe bet. Um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'll take. Let's see, Mississippi State. I say they I'd, ah, I'd say 
All right. That's probably and low, but Kentucky. Uh Kentucky and New Mexico State. Didn't New Mexico State not who they uh yeah, so New Mexico State got Bama last week and gets Kentucky this week. Hey, props to them for strength of schedule. Facts. Now they are one and nine in that schedule, but um, no, that's how you build better teams. <laughs> uh so their one win came against South Carolina State. Ooh, okay. Um, so I think I think Kentucky uh I'd say I think their run game kind of just dominates today, like out like Alabama's did. I think they get about I could see 44 is it 40 uh, 44 6. All right. And now back to a much more interesting game. Arkansas against Alabama. Arkansas ranked 21. Alabama ranked second on CBS at 3:30 p.m. Arkansas is seven and three. Alabama's nine and one. And this one actually does have a spread. Alabama's favored 20 and a half. And the over-under is 58 and a half. I'm going to go ahead. I'm saying, obviously, Bama wins. I, oh, gosh, I don't know if they cover. Yeah, they cover. I feel like they cover. I don't think Arkansas can play with Bama. Um, So I'll say they cover. And then over-under, 58 and a half is high. So, I'll take the under. Okay. Here we go Bama covers in the under. Bama covers in the under. I want to pick Arkansas. I want to. To cover spread or to win? No, to win. I want oh to pick gosh. to win. I want to. I so want does, to. So does every better looking at the plus 900 money line. <laughs> Throw five bucks on it. Why not? I want to because I believe Arkansas is a good team. I, I I really do believe they are a strong team, one of the better ones in the SEC. And I also believe this Bama team is more susceptible than any Bama team we've seen in previous years. That is true. They only beat LSU 20 to 14. They already lost to AM. They kind of struggled with it, Tennessee in the first half. Like I I want to believe Arkansas wins this game. I don't think they do. Yeah. I think I Bama wins. I, I, I just don't think Arkansas. So are you taking quite... are you gonna take the Razorbacks to cover? Yeah, I think they cover. I think I think it's a it's a closer game than 21. Um honestly, I don't think it's a low score. I don't I think it's a high scoring game. I think I'll take the over. Okay. Um I could see it. So we're going total opposites on this one. Yeah, other than pick, other than, I could see it yeah. going like 38-28 Bama. All right. All right. Those are our picks for probably the best that yeah, definitely the best SEC game this week. Um and then next up Florida and Mizzou, both teams 5 and 5, both fighting for bowl eligibility on SEC Network at 4 p.m. And I don't know why. This is an easy pick for me. It's plus eight and a half. Missouri's plus eight and a half. 
Missouri's covering and Missouri's winning. Oh, you Missouri's think Missouri both? What? You think Missouri wins? Yeah. Oh Not yeah. Oh yeah. Missouri. Not wins. a chance. Florida is awful. Florida. Is they just nothing. put up seventy points against an FCS team. That's still 70 points. It does not matter. I'm not going with the whole Dan Mullen doesn't matter who you play. It's a win. No, they aren't good. Missouri's going to win. Spread doesn't even matter. Over under 69, that is not hitting. The two <laughs> FCS teams Missouri played. Actually, that might hit. Central Michigan, they're FCS maybe. And North Texas, they didn't put up – or they did put up – they put up – 82 in their two games against the FCS. Florida put up 70 and one. I don't care. Not a chance Florida loses that. I got Missouri winning, and I'll actually take the over, over 69. I think both defenses will just let everyone score all day. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I got Florida winning. Okay. I got Florida covering the eight points. Oh, wow. Um, what'd you say the over was over on 69, 69. Um, yeah, we're children. Um, I think they hit the over because I think Florida puts hella points up on them. All right. Agree to disagree. We'll see what happens. I'm going to be watching that game like a hawk now. I'm excited. My score. I think it's, I say, 56, 56, 17. All right. All right. Well, next game on the SEC slate, Vanderbilt against Ole Miss at 730. Vanderbilt's home on SEC Network. Uh, Spread is 36 and a half favoring Ole Miss. I definitely think Ole Miss wins, and they win in a dominating fashion. I don't think they win by 37. So I'm going to take Vandy to cover the spread. Ole Miss is still going to win. Um, and then over under is 64 and a half. And hmm. I'll take the under. All right. I got Ole Miss winning, but they cover All right. and take the over. So you're high scoring. I think I think Ole Miss puts a hell of points up on Vanderbilt. There's They're like everybody possible. else has been doing this year. Definitely possible. <laughs> Except Carolina. Um. Anyways, yeah. um, why do you think I'm picking what I'm picking? I'm hoping Vanderbilt's actually good in some way. Yeah, you're crazy. Yeah. Um, almost as crazy as picking Missouri. Anyways, um, you picked Vanderbilt last week to win. Don't call me crazy. We're both they got two on the year. They got yeah. two on the year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think score, I say Ole Miss, 42 to nothing. 42 to three. All right, so under hits. But see, like, even if it's 42 to seven, they still cover. Wait, do they? Yeah, I have them covering. You don't. Ole Miss Vandy. You said they weren't. I have Vandy covered. It's 36 yeah. and a half, even if it's 42 to seven. So Vandy gets, they put up hella points and Vandy gets a touchdown. That means they lost by 35. 
I don't think Vandy gets a touchdown. Well, yeah, that's the difference is I think they can get at least one touchdown. Not a chance. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Uh, next game, two more games to go. This is another kind of throwaway. I don't think there's even a line. There is a line. Okay. It is Tennessee against South Alabama. Ooh. Oh, take South Alabama. You know who they have. You know who their starting quarterback is. Isn't that Orth brother? No, it's Jake Bentley, baby. I thought Bentley. No, Bentley's at Utah. No, he transferred to University of South Alabama. He's in his sixth year. Oh. Huh. Yeah, he's playing at South Alabama. Or Interesting. Like yeah, no, he's he's still playing. He's actually doing pretty good. He's been starting for them all. Well, I knew he was playing. I thought he was still playing at Utah. No, he's the South Alabama starting quarterback. They're five and five. Tennessee's five and five. South Alabama's last win was against Arkansas State. I like it. So, uh, but the spread is 28 points. Tennessee's favored and over under 62. I'm going to say the under hits and Tennessee covers the spread. I'm going to say Tennessee does not cover. Okay. I think Bentley has one of those. Uh, uh, twenty. What was it? Twenty. Twenty eighteen. Clemson was that? Twenty eighteen. Clemson games. Fought like over uh, four hundred yards. Where he actually yards. looks like the recruit he was. Yeah. He still um, lost by a lot. <laughs> hey. He still played well. Yeah, right? it's true. So I think I don't. I uh, I think they don't cover the twenty eight. I think that's a lot. Um, because we at least know he's a competent quarterback. Yeah, it can be something. Um, so I don't think they covered the 28. I do got them winning though. Um what'd you say the over was? Uh sorry, I just clicked off it. Uh 62. <clears throat> I took the under. I don't think they had 62. Now with with Tennessee's offense, I could see him hit. I'll hit I'll take the over. Um I'll give it. He said 62. I give it. Forty six. Forty six. Twenty eight. OK. All right. And last game. LSU against U- University of Louisiana Monroe. Uh, on ESPN two at 9 PM. This one also does have a spread 29 favoring LSU over under 57 and a half. What you thinking, Braden? LSU gets the dub. Yep. I agree. They cover. Also agree. Don't hit the over. Yeah. I'll take all those. That's where I was going. I think LSU kills them, but you know, it's going to be decently low scoring on – it's going to be low scoring on the Monroe side. I don't think LSU puts up like 50-plus, so, yeah. Now, I could see uh, 41 – 41 – 10? I think I'm going 41-9. Just can't agree with me. It just has to – instead of 10, it's 9. Well, I don't think they score a touchdown. That's true. So that's just three field goals. Yeah. 10 would be a touchdown. 
get down three times, get it through. Makes sense. I'm showing Nick because we're doing this on Zoom, but the whole middle part of my grid of games we picked is empty because the four games in the middle are Georgia and a message in Kentucky that have no over-unders or spreads. Yeah, so uh, those are all just pick them. But, yeah, that's all we have for this week on Believe in South Carolina. We made our picks. Me and Braden really disagreeing on multiple of them, so that'll be fun to recap uh, next week. But um, Auburn takes on South Carolina. South Carolina looking to be bowl eligible going into Clemson, so we'll see how that goes. Home game at Willie B. And uh, hopefully we'll see a good football game. But we'll uh, see you guys on Tuesday. And uh, actually, wait, I did want to say, Braden, what are you, are, where are you covering this weekend? Um, I'm, I will actually be covering the Carolina-Auburn game. Okay, so you'll be on the field. So I should have known they were home. I'm just an idiot. Um, no, I will be in the stadium for the game. I'll probably be up uh, in the, uh, the top, top of the stadium shooting from the sky deck. Maybe, maybe a couple – maybe I'll spend a little bit in the press box. We'll see. True. I'll be uh, somewhere in Columbia. I don't know if I'm going to the game just yet, but I will be watching from somewhere. But, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys on Tuesday. Until then, go Cox. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.